Welcome back to Chasing Dramas. This is the podcast that explores Chinese history and culture through historical Chinese dramas. This is Kathy. And this is Karen. Here to discuss episode 25 of Hougong Zhen Huan Zhuan, Empresses in the Palace. We are officially a third of the way through, which is so exciting. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We love all of you who are still listening to us. We understand that this will take a while for us to go through this drama. We are trying to pick up the pace, but there is still a lot to discuss. And I feel like we have, uh, we're still enjoying ourselves. So please bear with us. This episode is quite action-packed, especially in the second half of the episode. We have a flower viewing party that ends with a miscarriage, but also another pregnancy announcement. We see Huang Ho's true face also for the first time. Well, not really, but we see it fully uh, shown here in this episode. This podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. We'll, of course, discuss the plot and analysis on some of the text and themes, but we'll also freely discuss the characters and the drama thus far. That section will be full of spoilers, so if you haven't watched the drama in its entirety and don't want things spoiled for you, we'll let you know when to duck out. The first half of the episode is pretty simple. Huafei is getting a checkup from one of her imperial doctors, and she asks when she'll become pregnant. The doctor here says she has nothing to worry about. We find out that she had a miscarriage four years ago. Fu Cha Guiren is pregnant, uh, as we found out two episodes ago. She is literally kind of parading this fact over everyone, even during the daily court greetings with Huang Hou, the empress, and the other concubines. She is gifted intricately made makeup by the emperor, and the makeup was specifically made to not include certain scents, like the musk scent, which is not very good for pregnant women. Instead, she's gifted scents where they're safe. Fu Chaguan is, of course, very pleased and is very haughty about this fact. Elsewhere in the palace, Jin Huan's friend Shen Meizhuang is recovering from her bout with the plague. She's still being treated by Jin Huan's other friend, the imperial doctor Wen Shichu, he is very attentive to Shimei Zhuang, and she is looking much better. He questions, though, how it is possible for Shimei Zhuang to have contracted the disease when it first originated in the city and then directly at Huafei's palace. It's then very odd for the disease to end up at Shimei Zhuang's palace when she's already isolated. They deduce accurately that Huafei purposefully infected Shimei Zhuang with the tea set in order to get rid of her. Shen Meizhuang is livid, but of course, there isn't a whole lot they can do at this point. I actually really am surprised and happy about the re reaction that Shen Meizhuang has. She, she's been very kind of just like poised, but this is the first time you really just see her pissed off and just ready to murder someone. And now is where the fun starts. The last couple of episodes, we have been discussing how An Lingzhong, the third of the trio of Jin Huan, our main character, and Shen Mei Zhuang, has been acting 
uh, very differently and has been drifting farther and farther away from Jin Huan. It's looking like she's beginning to side with Huang Hou. Well, Huang Hou continues to show who is the master manipulator in Hokong, the imperial harem. An Ningrong is at Huang Hou's palace, and she's been spending more and more time there. An Ningrong gifts a perfume sachet, or basically a bag with fragrances in it, to Huang Hou. But Huang Hou says that she does not use fragrances or perfume, so it doesn't accept the gift. But she appreciates that the sachet uh, was intricately woven, and she, you know, she appreciates the, the gift. An Lingrong apologizes for not being more perceptive of the fact that Huang Hou doesn't use perfume, but Huang Hou isn't angry. She instead says that it isn't that she doesn't like perfume, but if some fragrances are not used adequately, they can actually be hurtful to one's health. Huang Hou then says that since you understand perfume and fragrances, then you know what terrible things can happen when not used properly. Cue Huang Hou's cat, Song Zi, who makes an appearance. You'll recall that this cat was introduced quite a few episodes ago, and Jin Huan does not like cats at all. However, Huang Hou casually just says that it is springtime and other cats during spring, meow, because it's courting or a mating season. Her cat, however, likes to jump on things. An Lingrong doesn't skip a beat and says that cats are not easy to tame during this period in the spring, but they like smelling certain smells and can be tamed after smelling something for a while. I think what she's getting at is like the catnip smell, but... An Lingrong says that she'll go back to her palace and develop a fragrance that will help tame Song Zi, the cat. Huang Hou is very pleased and says that the flowers of her palace have all blossomed or bloomed. She wishes to invite the ladies of the Imperial Harem to enjoy the spring view. Kathy, can I just pause there and say, if you had just watched that for the first time, would you have understood anything that is happening? Uh, no. And the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, the Empress is quite nice. I mean, they're talking about a cat, but it's only after seeing what happens that I uh, understand this double entendre, so to speak, right? Exactly. Honestly, I've seen this scene like so many times. I'm just still like, man, so many layers upon layers. Why? If you haven't seen the drama, here is why. If you have seen the drama and you totally understood what the uh, underlying message is, that's great for you because you understood more than us the first like five times we watched the scene. What just happened here? This seemed pretty innocent, right? We just, you know, had a, a conversation with... Alirong and Huang Ho about perfume and cats. This plays directly into what happens next. Huang Ho invites all of the ladies of the harem to view flowers that have bloomed in her palace. Inevitably, whenever you have all of the ladies together, drama ensues. Hua Fei says some pretty rude things to Huang Ho, but Huang Ho is ultimately saved by Jin Huan. 
As the ladies are walking around viewing the blossoms, An Lirong baits the cat with some fragrances that she had developed. So she was not outside. She's in a room with the fragrance and kind of just like lures the cat out. This causes the cat to leap on to the pregnant Fu Cha Grin, specifically on her stomach. Everything gets thrown into chaos. Somebody pushes Jin Huan forward into Fu Cha Guirin, but Jin Huan is also scratched up pretty badly in the neck by the cat. Ali Rong is currently not in this scene. She's kind of like out and about, so nobody has seen what she had done. Fu Cha Guirin takes a very hard fall and is in a lot of pain. Everyone is scrambling because she has lost a lot of color and does not look well. They call for the Imperial doctors to check on her to see what happened. And the results, unfortunately, is that Fu Cha Guirin has a miscarriage. This craziness even causes the Empress Dowager, Tai Ho, someone, as we've said previously, who doesn't bother much with the affairs of the Imperial harem, to come rushing in to see what happened and whether or not the baby can be saved. She's sad that it seems that she has lost another grandchild. Jin Huan, who was pushed into the crowd by someone, probably the devious Cao Huiren, we don't know for sure, is also being looked after by a doctor due to the scratches on her neck and a couple of other injuries. Surprisingly, though, the doctor congratulates her because she is actually two months pregnant. Everyone is extremely shocked. Jin Huan herself can't believe her ears, but is very pleased nonetheless. Huang Ho and Tai Ho, so the Empress and the Empress Dowager, tell her that she has to take better care of herself now that she is with child and for her to be, uh, I guess, more careful. Like, how could she not know she was pregnant? So right now, we have one child gone, but another one gained. Jin Huan returns to her palace and her friend Shen Meizhuang comes to visit. Shen Meizhuang is genuinely happy to hear the news, but tells Jin Huan to be careful because there have been way too many accidental miscarriages in the palace. What if these aren't all accidents? Karen, let's, let's pause here for a second to discuss this. As of now, we know of four miscarriages that have happened in the palace. The first one is Fang Guirin. She was the previous inhabitant of the palace where Jin Huan lives currently. She had a miscarriage. Remember that pot full of musk? That's like what they found in uh, Jin Huan's palace. Under a bunch of roots in like a tr- like under a tree pretty much. After this miscarriage, Fang Guirin went crazy, and is now currently living in the Cold Palace. She's banished. The second person we know of is Xin Changzai. She is a first-class female attendant in the palace. When Jin Huan first came to the palace, so like two or so years ago, this woman just had a miscarriage. It was because she slipped and fell. If you go back to our earlier episodes, we do discuss her situation. She's still around and has managed to keep her head down enough um, so that she kind of passes by. 
but she's still just a first-class female attendant, a step below Zhenhuan. The third one that we've heard about is Huafei. We learn, like I said, that Huafei had a miscarriage about four years before right now. And this was before Huangshang ascended the throne. And the fourth one we have, and the fourth one we have is Fu Chaguan right now. The most recent miscarriage, which was caused accidentally, but uh, we know that that's pretty suspicious because it was caused by a cat. It seems like nobody was involved with it, but we know that's not the case. It is clear that whoever is pregnant becomes a target in the imperial harem. And it is not good. We're not the only ones to have caught on to the fact that there have been a lot of women who have had miscarriages in Hougong. The sickly Duanfei, who hasn't appeared much in the drama except for a few scenes here and there, meets Jinhuan late at night to tell her that she's discovered a fragrance box. This may be the key to what happened today because it's odd that the cat would only attack the pregnant Fu Chagrin and no one else. So they're piecing together that something more nefarious is happening, which makes sense. Duanfei isn't the only one to have noticed an issue. Tai Ho, the Empress Dowager, has seen right through the devious plan and calmly confronts Huang Ho, the Empress. Tai Ho knows full well that Huang Ho was the mastermind behind the miscarriage today. Tai Ho warns Huang Ho that there are some things she is okay with letting go and others she cannot. Namely, of course, the death of her blood grandchildren. This is a pretty heavy episode, don't you think? I, I think so. Yes, I agree. Why don't we first do a little analysis, uh, a little quick analysis on a specific poem, and then we'll kind of discuss what the Empress did this episode to really bring An Lingrong into her camp, so to say. So the poem that I want to talk about is the poem that Jin Huan recites while the ladies are enjoying the bouquets of flowers and just the flowers at Huang Ho's palace. Huafei starts discussing two flowers, Mudan and Shaoyao. Mudan is the Chinese peony, and Shaoyao is another type of peony. Let's bring together a lot of what we have discussed in previous episodes right into the scene right here. Remember, I think it was back in episode uh, like 13 or something, Jin Huan was gifted with Xiaofang Zhili, which was basically an actual marriage uh, wedding room. This was usually reserved for the primary wife, and the color used is red. The Empress Huang Ho in this scene picks up a pink peony, to which Huafei immediately responds by picking a red garden peony. She boldly claims, I'm picking red, only concubines enjoy pink. And she's insinuating that... Uh, you know, you're the empress. Why are you picking the color of a concubine? Uh, Huafei says that look at the mudan. The mudan, which is considered the national flower and supposed is supposed to represent the empress, is only in pink. But guess what? Pink is the color of a concubine. Only the real wife 
gets to use red, which is the color of Xiaoyao. So why does it matter if you are a Mutan or which is like the, the Chinese peony when your color is so, uh, so pink and it just basically lowers your status? Basically, Huafei is disrespecting Huang Hao by saying that even though you are the Mudan, which represents the national flower or represents the, uh, the, the, the empress, you are not as good as this other flower, the Xiaoyao, because your color is pink and Xiaoyao is bright red. Right. This brashness, this arrogance is extremely obvious to all the attendees. Even Xin Changzai makes that mention, but Huang Hou doesn't really have a good response. At this point, Jin Huan, with all of her knowledge about poems and, and books, she steps in to say, hey, I've just been reminded of this poem. And she recites this, Ting qian shao yao, yao wu ge, chi shang fu qu jing shao qing, wei you mu dan zhen guo se, hua kai shi jie, this is actually a pretty easy poem to understand, and I also really like it. It's straight and to the point. The translation is, the garden peony is in the courtyard. She is bewitching, but lacks substance. The lotus in the pond is likewise very clean, but lacks emotion. Only the peony is the true national beauty. When she blooms, the entire capital notices. This poem was written by Liu Yuxi during the Tang Dynasty in the late 820s. So, a thousand, basically a thousand years ago. The Chinese peony is considered the national flower, and even to this day, it's still very much like the national flower. And as the national flower, it represents the imperial family, and very much so, the empress. In reciting this poem, Jin Huan says, no matter what color you pick, you will always be subservient to the empress. The use of this poem is actually also extremely ingenious because the phrase ting qian shao yao yao wu ge directly insults Huafei. Huafei wants or has picked up the shao yao, the garden peony, and Jin Huan uses this to accuse Huafei of bewitchery and a lack of substance. In doing research for this poem, what's interesting is also the original um, intent of the author for that phrase too, ting qian shao yao yao wu ge. He also wanted to say, hey, look, there are several um, imperial courtiers who have no substance and are just there to be pretty. So you shouldn't really care about them. You really do want to make sure um, that the people you have are the people with substance are the people that you actually want. So this actually is like a very much very on point for Jin Huan to say this. Huang Hu is very appeased by this. She's very happy. And then we kind of go into all this craziness of the miscarriage. So Karen, shall we kind of jump right into it and kind of talk a little bit more about it? Sure. So this is your opportunity. If you haven't seen the rest of the drama, all 76 episodes, um, you know, we appreciate you tuning in, but also we're going to be discussing further. If you don't want to have the drama spoiled for you, please enjoy the rest of your day. We uh, hope you enjoyed at least the first part of this uh, episode.
Now, a couple of things I want to discuss. At least on my end, I want to talk about Tai Ho. Tai Ho, in the end, clearly knows that Huang Ho is the mastermind behind today's miscarriage. And now my question is whether or not Huang, uh, Tai Ho or the Empress Dowager at this point knows about the fact that Huang Ho has murdered many, many more unborn children. What do you think? I don't know. I think she has an inkling, but she may not fully be aware. Now, what I want to say is there are a couple of things where we see how the love of power is going to be Huang Ho, the Empress's downfall. With the discussion about Mu Dan and being the, um, I guess, the Empress, plus when An Linrong was uh, gifting Huang Ho the fragrance sachet or the perfume sachet, it was embroidered with Feng Chuan Mu Dan, which Huang Ho said she loved. She said, that is my favorite design. What is Feng Chuan Mu Dan? It means the phoenix uh, being intertwined with the Mu Dan. What this signals is that Huang Ho cares a lot about her station as the empress. And I think here we see hints of how power hungry she is. And we recognize that being so power hungry and wanting to keep this um, Huang Ho uh, position is going to be her downfall later on. Additionally, in the conversation that we see at the end of the episode between Tai Ho, the Empress Dowager, and Huang Ho, is that Tai Ho did everything she can to put Huang Ho in the position of power because they come from the same family line. So even though Tai Ho is very upset that Huang Ho pretty much murdered her unborn grandchild, she has to be okay with it in order to keep their Manchurian line in power. Tai Ho, the Empress Dowager, said that she was never the Empress when she was alive. She was always just a concubine. So the moment that the current emperor became emperor, he she made sure, she made sure that the current empress, which is Wurana La Shi, so the, the same last name, came to power. And again, I think because of these two women and their requirements to focus so much on power really does bring a pretty big, pretty big detriment to, um, I guess, a lot of aspects of their lives. They are very constrained by what they need to do in order to retain power for their clan. In addition, I think... These two ladies, though, have are the masterminds of of doing these things, of enacting plots that just are not very obvious to the general person. Huafei kind of is like tries, but she's immediately found out. For example, the whole tea tray, tea set situation. Shin Meizhuang literally just had to think about it for a hot second. And she correctly deduced that Huafei wanted to kill her. Well, Huafei originally thought that Shin Meizhuang would die, so nobody would know. But in my mind, 
why would you have your own eunuch send that tea set over? Isn't that super obvious? Let's think about this also with what the Empress Huang Hou says to An Lingrong. At no point does Huang Hou tell An Lingrong to uh, direct the cat, Songzi, to Fu Cha Guiren. She just says, you know, cats are kind of finicky during this time of year. There's some sense that they like and some sense that they don't. An Lingrong, for some interesting reason has all of a sudden decided to become like very smart and actually gets what Huang Hou wants her to do. So in this sense, Huafei has already lost. I mean, she will never, ever kind of defeat Huang Hou. The only way that she can and she has been is riding on the coattails of her brother. And we know sort of how that's going to turn out. The other thing that I want to point out is We've already mentioned four miscarriages. What is very interesting is Cao Guren was able to actually give birth to her daughter. And yes, it's a daughter, but for Cao Guren to actually be able to deliver this baby is nothing short of a miracle. If we know right now that Huang Hou kind of did this for Fu Cao Guren, do we not think that she probably did something similar to Cao Guren? This once again points to the fact that Cao Guiran is very smart. She knew what she had to do to protect herself. Fu Cao Guiran was just very naive, decided I will be basically a target. So, I mean, for her loss, nobody is super, super sad about, which, uh, again, is a lesson to maybe I'm not going to ever be in an, an imperial harem, but it's a lesson on not being an idiot and being too arrogant when uh, your situation is, is not, not very clear or stable. I also want to question it. I want to question, or I wonder, what do you think An Lingrong felt when she uh, recognized Huang Hou's real, I guess, real intentions and real nature, right? Like An Lingrong basically is now a pawn of Team Huang Hou and understands that Huang Hou is really nefarious. We will also talk about this in future episodes, but I want to be clear right now that Huang Hou's evil is very different from Huafei's evil. Huafei would never, ever purposefully do these types of things of hurting um, the, I guess, the imperial offspring, whereas Huang Hou has no problem doing that. One is, so Huafei, why Huafei is like kind of like a fan favorite is that she is very or she is very aggressive in a way that, you know, people are like, you're an idiot, but I get you. You have that power. You have that confidence. You're super cute. You know how to, you know how to, you're super cute. You know how to like attack people. Whereas Huang Hou, the empress, is a very conniving, manipulative, very dark and secretive type person. And that's how she operates. So it's like very like sly and people don't like that a whole lot. We were, I, I mean, I respect her for what she does. Everything she has said in this episode has been like, oh, doesn't have a whole lot of emotion. She's nowhere near as angry and like aggressive as Quafe, but still she has achieved results. Yeah, she's always very much put together, poised in front of everybody. She's never let 
her guard down in any public appearance. It's only when we've seen her in private with her maid that Huang Hou really lets her guard down. But we really see her claws, so to speak, start uh, extending to the point where a lot of things that Huafei did pale sort of in comparison to what uh, Huang Hou has done and can do or will do. I agree. I agree. And again, for those of you, since we're in the spoiler section, we know full well that this is not the only thing that she is going to be, uh, she's going to try to sabotage. And An Ling is also just a total butt face. In the next episode, we are actually going to also have discussion, uh, spoiler discussions, because Huafei is very upset now that everyone and their mother <laughs> is getting pregnant and she is not. Hope you will join us in that episode. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, please email us at chasingdramaspodcast at gmail.com. We would honestly love to hear from you. Um, for those of you who are listening, it seems like there are quite a few of you. And uh, I hope you are enjoying listening to us and discussing um, this drama as much as we enjoy talking about it.